Mesechta Soika Daf Lamed Gimel Lamed Aleph, page thirty-three, side eight. Kol Atoyda Bechol Loshin Nemra. The entire Torah was said in all language, all languages, and therefore uh, you should be permitted to read the Torah in shul in all languages. For if you enters your mind, the Rebbe holds that the entire Torah is Bilshoin Hakodesh Nemro, that the Torah was written in the Lashon Hakodesh. If so, the cause of Why does the Torah have to write to teach us that the Kriyashma can only be said in Lashon Hakodesh as it was written? Lomali. Of course, you can't read it another language. Gemara says no. It's possible that the Rabbi also holds that the Torah was said only in Lashon Hakodesh. And still, Itzrich, you still need the drasha, you need the extra posseg of Ahoyu to teach you because the posseg already says Shema, and therefore there would be a place to make, to expound as the Chachamim do, that you can read the Shema in all languages. So that's why the Torah wrote the words Ahoyu to teach us that we should not learn so. But we should learn from the Shema that you have to listen to your ears. But the Hoyu means that it has to be Dafke in Loshon as as it was written. So the Gemara says, Leima, shall we say that Kosovri Rabbonon Kol Kula Shall we say that the Rabbonon, the Chachamim, they hold that the entire Torah was said in Loshon Kodesh? And why? The Esol Kadaitoch Bechol Lashin, because if the Chachamim hold that the Torah was written and said in all languages, Shema the Kosov Rachmon Elomali, why does the Torah write Shema? This that the Torah writes Shema to teach us that you can read the Shema in all languages, Lomali. Of course, you can read it in all languages, because it was given in all languages, it was said in all languages. The Gemara says no. It's possible that the Chacham should hold that the Torah was said in all languages. And yet, Yitzrich, you still need the Drosha the, uh, to expound the word Shema that you can do in all languages from the Because there is the Posig that says Vahoyu. And therefore, there would be space, uh, room, one would think that we should learn from this as Rabbi does, that you should learn the Shema only in Lashon Kodesh. So the Torah wrote, writes Shema to teach you that we should not learn so, but we should learn from the Hoyu that you should not read it backwards. But the obligation of the Shema is Shema B'chol in all languages that Ata Further, we learned in the Mishnah that tefillah can be said in every language. And the Gemara explains the reasoning for this, the source for this halacha is logical. We don't need a special uh, learning from a Pasuk to derive it, because prayer is rachamehi. That is mercy, so called heichidabai masli. Therefore, in any way that a person can ask by praying with kavana, he should pray in it. So if a person knows to direct his heart in a certain language, then he should daven in it. 
So the Gemara says, Can prayer actually be said in all languages? But didn't, doesn't, didn't Rabbi Yehuda say, A person should not ask his needs in Aramaic. For Rabbi Yochanan said, One who asks all, one who asks his needs. In Aramaic, So then the angels that serve Hashem do not go, and they don't help him, the angels. Because the angels that serve do not recognize Aramaic. That's not a question. That when Rabbi Huda says you shouldn't daven Aramis, he's talking about an individual davening by himself. Because he needs the support of the angels. But one uh, who davens with a minion, and that's what our Mishnah is talking about, then you can do it in all languages because the minion, the tzibur, doesn't need the support from the Malach Hashars. So now the Gemara is asking a question of Rabbi Yechonah's statement. Do you say that the angels that serve do not recognize Aramaic? But we learned in Abraise that contradicts it. It was a time that the Pirche Kuhuna, uh, the youngsters of the Kohanim from the Hashmenoi family, they went to have a war, wage war with the Greeks before Yom Kippur. And their war extended into Yom Kippur. So Yochan and Koyen Godel, who was doing the service of Yom Kippurim, he heard a voice from the house, the Holy of Holies, and the Kodesh Kodoshim, that was saying, that the Talia, those are the young, were victorious, Notzchu, the Talia wore the Oslo that they went, to wage war, and further we learned in Abraise, there was also a story with Shimon the Tzadik. He heard a voice from the Kodesh Kadoshim. that it says, "Betelus avidito the Omar sno laito alichole." That the avidito, uh, that's the army, the force, is betelus. Uh, that is has become nullified. That force, the Omar Snow, that the enemy said Laito to bring Al Heikhola on the base Amigdosh. Benera Gam Kalgon Gos. And also Gas Gas Kalgos, the king of Yavon, was killed. Uvatluk Zeresov and his decree have become nullified. Vikhosvu Aisha. So those who heard this from Shimon HaTzadik wrote down that hour when he said it, and they saw that the hour that they have put down was exactly, that exactly at that moment, the force of the enemy has been uh, disassembled, was nullified, and the Gaskalgis, the king, kill, was killed, and his decrees were nullified. And all this was and the Baskel was working, was saying in the Aramaic. So this contradicts the words of Rabbi Yechanan, 
who says that the Malach Asharis do not recognize Aramaic? The more answer is two answers. If you want, I can say Baskel Shiny. That a Baskel is not the same as different. The Baskel is not the same from Malach Asharis. Uh, the, um, the measure that is who is appointed in the Baskel knows Sabdi language. The La Avido. Because the uh, the uh, mission of the Baskoil uh, is to let people know things, and therefore it is meant sometime to be sent to diff- various different nations who understand one of all the other languages. So that's different. And if you want, I will tell you another thing that in this case is the one who sent the basket in Aramis was Gabriel Hava. It was Gabriel. He knew all the languages. The Omar Mar, for Mar said, Bo Gabriel, that Gabriel came to Yosemite Tzadik, the Limda Shivan Losh, and he taught him the seven languages. So, in order for Pare and the Egyptians to accept him as a second in king, he needed to know all these languages, and Gabriel taught it. Further, we learned in the Mishnah that Birchas Hamozin can also be said in all languages. The Gemara says, again, that here too we don't have a Drosha. But since the Torah obligated to make a blessing to Hashem, the Ksiv, the Pasik says, You'll eat, you'll be satisfied, and you'll bless God your God. And the Pasik did not set up a specific language to make the blessing. So therefore, you can make the blessing in every language that you want to bless. Further, we learned in the Mishnah that Shvua Sa'edus, the testimony that, that witnesses know and you swear, they either swear or you make them swear and they reject it and they say that they don't know a testimony they have to bring a carbon so that Shavuot say this can be said in no all languages said the Mishnah so the Gemara says how do we know this? they conceive because the post says V'nefesh kisechto when the soul sins a person sins V'shomo koil ola and it hears a voice of an oath. It doesn't say in the Allah. they caused him to swear, they administered the Shavuah with an Allah. So from this it's understood, it's mashma b'chol loshen shishamayas, in all languages that the person can hear. Further we learn in the Mishnah that Shavuah sapikodim, if one swears against uh, the fact that he has a pikodin that belongs to his friends, and then he has to bring a cordon. So that is also, can be said, says the mission in all languages. And how do we know this? The Gemara says, Because we have Shava, because here from So we say, just like by Shavuos you can do B'choloshin, same thing is by Shavuos you can do it B'choloshin. So now the Gemara is going to talk about those items that the Mishnah mentioned that you can say only in Lashon Kodesh. Which is Mikra Bikurim, the reading of the Bikurim that you bring and you read over there the special Psukim and also the Mechalitzachul. And the Mishnah continues Ad Mikra Bikurim until it says Bikra Bikurim. Ketzer. So the Mishnah says, uh, what is the Mikro Tzurim How do we know the Mishnah says that it said Lashon Kodesh? Because in the Parshish Bikurim it says, V'niso v'amarto lifnei Hashem alaykecha 
So it says both Ania and Amira before Hashem Lekechulahalon. And later on, when it talks about the blessing, the curse of Hagrizma Reizel Hoimer, he says, Va'onu Halavim Va'amru El Kolish Yisrael. So also it says Ania and Amira. So the Levim Va'amru. And therefore, we learn Exeris Shava of Ania and Amira, Ma'ania Amur Lahalon. Just like that Ania that says by the Levim is Bilshena Kodesh, Afkan over here also by the reading of the Bikurim, you have to say Bilshena Kodesh. That's the Mishnah. You have to also say it in Lashon Kodesh. Says the Gemara asks, "Ulevim gufayhu minolam," and the Levim themselves. How do we know that they said the blessings and the curses in Lashon Kodesh? The Gemara says, "Osya." We learn out koil koil memoshe. Exodus shavet koil. The this is koil, and by Moshe says koil. Ksiv hocha by the Levim it says koil rom. Loud voice. Uksiv hosam. Matan Torah says Moshe Yidaber v'likim yanenu v'koil. So Mal lahalon and Hashem would respond with the voice Mal lahalon bilushayin akodesh. Just like the Torah later over there by v'likim yanenu v'koil is in Lashon Kodesh. Avkan also yibad levim bilushayin hakodesh was known also in Lashon Kodesh. Further, we learned in the Mishnah Chalitz Oketzad. How do we know that Chalitza is done in Lashon Kodesh? So it says, the Mishnah said, because by Chalitza also it says, by the Levim it says, so just like by the Levim it's Lashon Kodesh, also here it's Lashon Kodesh. Rabbi uh, Yehuda, however, says we don't need the Gzera Shava because it says in the Possible Fetish, Kocha. So it means that she has to say kocha in this language. So the Gemara asks, Rabbonon. So the question is, Rabbonon, that they learn out that you have to say the Lashon Kodesh from the Xer Shavah, Hai kocha my of delay. This word kocha that is written, what are they going to do with it? Why do they have the, what are they going to learn from the extra word kocha? The Gemara answers, They needed uh, that from the fact that the Torah plays the Posse Kocha, we learn that only an item which is an Maise is Me'akiv that you do. Kocha Yaose. The actions, Maise prevents it from being a good Chalitza. Which is, what are the Maises that take place? That's the Chalitza, taking off the shoe and spinning. But saying that is not Me'akiv. Kocha Yaose. So that's what we learn of the word Kocha. The Gemara says Rabbi Yehuda, and Rabbi Yehuda learns out the words Kocha that Lashon Hakodesh is specific, and you have to do Lashon Hakodesh. So how is he going to learn that something which is an action that that would also hold back? Uh, that only an action would hold back, and not a not the speech. And the Gemara says Mikoy Kocha. There's an extra, the, the, the kocha instead of koi, because the Torah could have written koi. That means, why did I write kocha? So we learn two things that it's a maise is me'akiv, and also that you can say it, that you have to say it, what is the Rabbonin going to learn from the extra koi kocha? The Gemara says, koi kocha le'mashvalu. The Chachamim don't feel, they don't. Uh, 
uh, think that you need to darshan from the extra word kocha or koi, the Torah writes sometimes, sometimes the Torah writes kocha, sometimes the Torah writes koi. Mesechta Soiter Daf Lamad Gimel Lamad Beis, page 33, side B. So the Gemara asks, where Rabbi Yehuda? And Rabbi Yehuda, he doesn't learn from the Gzeri Shava of the Ons of the Amro. I fought to the Ona Levim like the Rabbonon. That Chalitza can only be said in Loshna Kodesh. He learns it out from the words Kocho. Hi, the Ons of the Amro, my Ovidlei. What is he going to learn out from the Gzeri Shava of the Ons of the Amro? The Gemara answers me, boy, lay. Rabbi Yehuda needs the Gzeri Shava, la Gmurei Levim. To learn from the portion of Chalitza to the Levi. He learns that the brachas are closed, that you have to say that he actually is going to learn for the Levim that they were said from the fact that over here it says, the of Amran, it means, and there's a uh, to tell us that also uh, it says it's also Loshna Kodesh and he doesn't hold like the Rabbonon who learned this halacha from Gzeri Shava Koyl Koyl Memoisha so why does Rabbi Yudu learn from Gzeri Shava like the Rabbonon do from Moshe why does he need this possible over here and the Gemara says Rabbi Yehuda Aniyah Aniyah Gomer Gomer Koyl Koyl Gomer he received by tradition to learn Gzeri Shava his teacher taught him that it's aniya aniya, so it's only the word ono ono. But koil koil, you can't. He didn't learn that. A person cannot make up a gzeri shava by himself unless he heard it from his teacher. And the gemara, and therefore he needs to not learn it out from koil koil, but from the onu aniya aniya. So he learns out the levim from chalitza. The gemara brings a proof to this tanya namiyachi. We also learn some abnais. Rabbi Yehuda, Rabbi Yehuda says, "Kol mokim shenemar b'toyre, koi kocha aniyav amira." Any time that we find in the Torah by mitzvahs which are by speech, and the Torah uses the language koi kocha aniyav amira, ainay el l'shena kodesh. You do not fulfill your obligation only if you do l'shena kodesh. Where do we see these l'shens? Koi, that is written in the section of Nesiyas Kapayim. So the Lashon Koi says in the Torah in Parshas Nesiz Kapayim of the Kohanim it says Koi Sevarachu. So we learn from the words Koi that it can only be said in Lashon Kodesh, and we don't need to learn from Agzeres Shove Bracha Bracha, as we will see the Rabban learn later on. Also, the word Kocha we find in the Torah in the portion of the Chalitza, in portion of the Chalitza as the Gemara said before that it has to be done only B'lashen Kodesh. Aniyah ve'Amira, the language of is written in the Torah in the blessing of in the blessing and the curse of the Levim of the Levim. So we see over here explicitly that Rabbi Yehuda learns that the brachas klolus of the Levim are said in Lashon Kodesh because the Torah wrote Aniyav Amira Amru and not from the Gzeri Shav of Kolkot. Further, the Mishnah we learned in the Mishnah that brachas klolus Uh, 
How did it take place? Once the Jews passed through the Yardin, and then they came to the Mount Grizm, Mount Evil, that was in the Shemroim, which was near Shechem and Eitzel, as the, the Mishnah pointed out, and the Psukim, and then later on we say So we see that the Moira that's written was Lashchem, also is by Shechem. This is all uh, from the Mishnah. So that when the Yidden were in the Midbar, uh, on the other side, on the east side of the Jordan, so they were told the signs where the Hargrizma Rebel war that are the other side of the west. Um, on the west side of the Arden, which is Eretz Yisrael. So now, Rabbi Yehud and Rabbi Lozor have a disagreement in the following b'raisa, uh, how we learn out from the psukim to know the exact place of Hargriz Marevo. Tana Rabbono, we learn in the b'raisa. In the psukim it says, Haloi heima be'evra yardin achri derech ve'a shemesh be'eretz haknani ha'yoshe barova mula ha'gilgal eitzel eloi nemeru. We're giving you the uh, description where they are, where these mountains of Hargrizm Harebel are. So Rabbi Huda explains us this. He teaches the Yardin. It says they are on the other side of the Jordan. So that's understood as meaning that it's a distance within Eretz on the other side, on the west. It's distant from the Yardin. That's the opinion of Rabbi Huda. And Rabbi Yudha continues to explain the le- the next uh, wording in the verse, Acharei derech mevoy Hashemesh, beyond the place where the sun sets, which means, which he says, distance, Mokrim Shechem Zirachas, that it's far from the east of the Jor- Jordan, which is on the east where the sun shines. Mevoy Hashemesh, the sun sets, that means that this. Shemesh, uh, means where the sun comes. Acharim Shemesh, not they said the sun sets. I mean, Mevoya Shemesh where the sun comes. But the word Acharim Shemesh means a distance from Mevoya Shemesh, means a distance from the east side. Further, the Posik says, Be'eretz Aknani Hayoshibarova, the land of Knani that sits in that over, that teaches us that Elu Har Grizim, Vahar Evil, Bahem Kusim. Uh, those are the land of the Kanani that sits in the Arova, that is the Grizm evil that now the Kusim sit there. Uh, Sancherev placed them there when he exiled the ten tribes. He placed them over there. So that is the Eretz Kanani Yishbarova. Further, the Pasik says, Mul HaGilgal. That means Tomach HaGilgal. That means it's close. It's a place that can see, sees the Gilgal. And the Pasi that continues eats a next to Elaine Moira, that's Shem, Elaine Moira Shem. And we learned this from the Xer Shavu, Lahalon, because before the Sebrecious Waymer, Vayavar of Rombarat Ad Mikhaim Shem, Ad Elaine Moira, that he came to the place of Shem, which is Elaine Moira, 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 Homer Lahalon, just like in the Sebrecious. And Moira Mishem, because the Pasi says, Befeish, Mikhaim Shem, Ad Elaine Moira. So it means same place. Afkan also here in our pasuk when it says Eitzel Eleinu Meira, it's talking about Shechem. So the Gemara Tanya we learn the Brisa. Amar Rabbi Lazer Rabbi Yosi says Rabbi Lazer Rabbi Yosi B'davar Zeh 
through this Gzeres Shove, Ziyafti Sifre Kusiyim. I proved them, Ziyafti means I forged, made, I proved them that the books of the Kusim are forged, because they uh, keep on blessing themselves, because the Kusim, they said that the Hargirizim is the place that Hashem will choose. And so Amar Tilohem, and this is what I told them, Ziyaftim Teraschem Velehelisem Biatchem Klum. You have forged your teachings, your Torah, but you, in the end you didn't end up with anything. You don't know where Hargrizim is. Sha'atem Oimrim, because you say, Eloinim Oideshchem, you say that it's next to Eloinim Oideshchem. Avonim Oideshchem, Shem Eloinim Oideshchem. We also say that Eloinim Oideshchem. But Onulim Madinu Abig Zedeshava, we learned Abig Zedeshava as before. Atem Bamele Madetum. How did you learn out? How do you know that it's Hargrizim? Because you don't agree to Exodus Shava, which is not uh, something which is not explicit in the Torah. They only believe in the Torah of the Kusim. But this is Exodus Shava. So, this is the uh, opinion that the Gemara quoted so far of Rabbi Yehuda that Hargrizim and Harevil are within the confines of Eretz Yisrael they are a distance away from the west of the Jordan all the way in Rabbi Lezer disagrees he says that Hargrizim and Harevil are very close to the Yardin and he learns the Yardin. they are on the other side of the Yardin means that means close to the Yardin if it means a distant away from the Yardin, as Rabbi Yudha says, Halaksi, but the Parshas Kisavi says, that when you pass the Jordan, the Posse continues here, they should raise those stones in our evil. So it's mashma that they should raise them in that day. So from there you see that evil is close to the Yardin. So how are we going to continue the Psukim according to this? The Pasuk says, There is this that means, in this case means where the sun sets. That means that it's far away from the west. That in this, the, the sun sets in the west. And means the Shemesh comes there. And Achari means a distance, far away from where the sun distance. So that tells us where Hagriz and Harevil was according to Rabbi Lozor. And then, the continuation of the Posik, Rabbi Lazar says, does not describe the place. Because the Posik says, Be'eretz HaKanani, and Shechem is not in the land of the Kanani. Uh, but Eretz Chivihu. But that's actually Chivi, because it says, Shechem ben Chamoy Rachivi. So, the Posik is also doesn't talk about their place. But the, uh, because the Posik is Yeshua Rava, Arava is on the plain, in a flat area, but they are not in the plain. Uh, but they are sitting between between mountains and valleys. And also the next part of the Pasuk isn't describing really the place, because it says Mula Gilgal, that's opposite the Gilgal, seeing the Gilgal, but they didn't see the Gilgal. So Rabbi Lazar disagrees and says that these uh, verses, these words in the verse do not describe where uh, the Hare, Hagrizma Revel was. But the question becomes so what are they doing? So what does the Pasuk mean? So the Gemara says, why is the Pasuk talking about? The Rebbe Lezbun Yaakov Oimer 
this pasuk is not coming to, but to show the second time like he showed them the first time just as when they went out of Mitzrayim so they had the pillar of the cloud that led the way so when Moshe Rabbeinu will die there won't be no cloud to go in front of them so the Pesach says Derech Derech Derech, the way is to teach them you should go on the roads and not in fields and orchards Hayyoshev that then it says Yeshiv to teach them that by Yeshiv they should go and settle the areas and not in deserts. Barova to teach them that Barova in a plat in a plain in a on the plain in a flat land and not to go in mountains and valleys. But it's nothing to do with the place of Agriv, that's just additional instructions. That's the opinion of Rebelos. How did the Jews go pass through the Jordan? Every day from the time that they left Egypt. So they had the ordering would journey after to the uh, Golem, two of the flags, two of the groups. As in Pashat Bamidbar, it's explained that the ordering journeyed after the flag of Yehuda and Reuven, Degel Yehuda and Reuven. But that day they passed the yard, the Nosot Chilo. He journeyed first. Shunemar, as the Posik says, that the Ark of the Covenant, the master of the whole earth, passes before you. So that's Mashma that we call Lifnechem before everybody. And there's another distinction. On every day from the time they left Egypt, Levim Noisimasaren. The Levim, uh, the sons of Kahas, they would carry the Arden. But the day that they went through the Arden, the Kahanim carried the Arden. Shunemar, because it says, that when the feet of the, uh, of the Kahanim uh, is going to rest, uh, those who carry the Arden Hashem. So we see that it was the Kahanim that carried the Arden Hashem. Tanya, we learn the Nabraise. Rabbi Yesi, Oymer, Rabbi Yesi says, Bishloisha mikoymis nosu kahanim as Oren. In three places, the kahanim carried Oren. Kshabras ayarden, when they passed the yarden, as we said before, Ukishahe sebu as Yerichai, and when they circled Yerichai seven times in order to conquer it, Ukishahe chaziru limikoymai. And when they brought it back in the days of Shlaima to the Kodesh Hakodashim. 